buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Hey, if you own a grocery store, liquor store, or retail store, and you're looking for a fast way to do business and not have the hassle of employees, you might want to do like the big boys do, Walmart, Home Depot, Costco. And that is having a a, uh, a system to where it's a self-checkout for, for your business. That's right. Labor costs skyrocketing. Self-checkout is the solution. So go with the pros. National Cash Register has a division called Southwest Point of Sale. They can come in, set you all up, reasonably priced, and the best part, seven-day, 24-hour day service. You just call 800-540-2149. You can talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, or Tony, and Ramon. They will take care of you. And those folks have all been working there for a long, long time. That's the kind of company uh, Southwest Point of Sale is. So don't wait around. Don't, you know, put yourself in a bind. Get into the 20th century or the 21st century and go uh, with a self-checkout system if it works in your business. And for more information, just give them a call at 1-800-540-2149. Tell them you heard it on the radio, and they'll take really good care of you. You can also go to facebook.com backslash southwestpos.com. Also, this segment brought to you by Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're looking for a part piece or maybe you want them to build you a car, these guys are as good as the professionals. They've won more awards than I can shake a stick out. Randy and his team are experts when it comes to customization. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com, HotRodsCustomStuff.com. And if you're looking for a repair shop, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations all across the county. Go to WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Uh, com, you end up with JSC certified master techs right in house. Well, the new 2021 Ford Explorer Timberline just came out, and my good buddy Lee Newcomb uh, and I chatted about it. So take a ba- take a seat, listen, and you might enjoy it. Hey, guess what, folks? Ford's coming out with a fun Explorer for the summer. Since we're starting to slowly but surely get back out on the road, the 2021 Ford Explorer. Timberline. Now, you may not have seen or heard about it, so I've hooked up with the expert, Lee Newcomb. He's the Explorer Marketing Manager. Tell us, Lee, what's all about the Timberline? Hey, Dave. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, on May 5th, we uh, introduced the all-new 21 model year Explorer Timberline. It is our most capable Explorer ever, if you can believe that, because we always have a ton of capability built into our Explorers. But this one's really structured around uh, creating a, a great vehicle that you can go off-road with and take your family or your gear along with you and uh, have a great time doing it. So we're excited to bring it to the market. So what are some of the things that people will see in a Timberline just so they may not see in another uh, Explorer? Yeah, so you won't be able to miss it when you see one on the road. It's definitely got a unique exterior appearance. It's got uh, real steel uh, front and rear skid plates. It sits about three-quarters of an inch higher than the uh, current Explorer, so it's got more ground clearance. Uh, 
Uh, it's got some uh, amber, uh, amber orange uh, accents on the front bumper. Um, you won't see this, but it's got a great torsion limited slip rear axle in it. Uh, some really aggressive Bridgestone Dueler tires uh, and some unique black 18-inch wheels. This thing looks spectacular. Wow. And uh, is this going to be a limited production, or will you guys build them as long as the, co the consumer asks for them? We are going to build them as long and as many as the consumer wants. So this series isn't going anywhere. It's uh, high time we got into the off-road space on Explore. Um, and we are absolutely excited, and we know our customers are going to love it. Yeah. Uh, any uh, what what powertrain? So this comes it's comes standard with our 2.3 liter EcoBoost engine. So that has 300 horsepower, 310 pound feet of torque, made it to our 10 speed auto transmission. Uh, we do have paddle shifters on the vehicle, so you can manually index the gears. It also comes standard with four wheel drive, and then of course our seven selectable drive modes one of which includes trail, and then we've got another setting called slippery and sand. And when you mate that all together with the torsion rear axle, you know, you've really got yourself a dynamic unit that's going to get you through a lot of, uh, lot of trails. Well, because there's a lot of people that would buy an Explorer if they could go a little bit more off-road. And not that, the older off, not that the other Explorers aren't capable, it's just it may not have the ground clearance, uh, it may not have the drivetrain that they're looking for. So this is going to answer that, that question. Yeah, that's exactly right. In fact, you know, I'm a big proponent of Explorer. I drive Explorers. And uh, we go a lot of times in the fall up to the uh, Upper Peninsula, which is the northern half of Michigan. And I've taken many Explorer up there. And we're on two tracks and seasonal roads and trails. And uh, when we were designing this one, this was exactly the scenario I had in my mind where my dad and I can go back to a remote fishing hole with confidence with the added ground clearance, the added traction, the upgraded uh, suspension system, and uh, as well as the off-road lights. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be perfect for that kind of situation. Will you be able to add a winch, say, to the front end? You know, that's a great question, Dave. I don't actually know if you're going to be able to put a winch on the front. Uh, we do have two tow hooks, uh, of course, that, that hold 150% uh, of the GVW of the vehicle. It also comes standard with trailer tow, so you've got kind of uh, pullouts on both ends of the vehicle. Um, the winch is a great question. I'm sorry I don't have an answer for you on that today. Well, knowing the off-road community, you know, I'm sure you guys will look at that, and that would end up in the parts department so that if somebody wanted to add it, you know, at the dealer, I'm sure they'll be able to do so, and that would include it into the payment program and the warranty and all of that, because I'm sure that that would be, you know, because I don't see anybody normally putting a winch on their on a new vehicle out, out coming from the factory, but as an accessory, I'm sure, I'm sure once uh, the customer requests it, you know, the the local dealers will come up with a solution. Your your phone will well, start. Right. Right. Your phone will start. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, and our dealers are—they uh, give us great feedback, and they're also super responsive. So I know we'll have a solution available for those customers that want it. Any uh, any uh, special colors? You know, we just launched the uh, this with this color we launched, or this vehicle we launched the new forged green metallic. It's a great color. It's a deep, rich green. Uh, we introduced it on Timberline, but it'll be available on, on all uh, all explorers. And it looks really fabulous on this car. 
what kind of price point are we looking at? You know, it's a great price point, $45,765. Wow. And that's pretty much all in. There's very few things you can put, add to it because, again, it's standard four-wheel drive. It's got all of our standard DAT features. You want to put a moonroof on it, you can. Uh, and there's also a cargo management system if you want a little organization in your back end. Man, that's great. And it's built right there in Chicago. Yep, American-made with American labor. And uh, the other thing I'll add is we've got a awesome Ford Performance Timberline off-road uh, light kit. Uh, these are two off-road lights that you plug and play right into your grill. Uh, the provisions for the, the lights are already there. It's already pre-wired. You have an aux switch on your, on your uh, lamp bezel. These things throw out 160,000 candelas. So you're going to be able to light up the night, and they look fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy, it sounds like, you know, as soon as I get off of this, I'm going to go to Google and go to the Ford website and take a peek at this thing. Ford.com will answer all your questions, and uh, if you're interested in ordering one, you can go down to your dealer today and, and uh, put your order in. We're going to be building them. We expect to have them there this summer. All right, buddy. Always good talking to you. I can't wait for the next one. Dave, thanks for all the time, and uh, you have a great, great one out there. Appreciate it. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by Express Auto Service. Go to 7633 El Cajon Boulevard for all your automotive needs. Dave and Connie take care of my cars just as if they were family. That's Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. Christian Barclay's on the line. How you doing, kid? Happy Mother's Day, my dear. Thank you. Uh, can you hear me okay? Are we coming in clear? Are you in a Rolls Royce? No, I'm in the Toyota Supra. It's been uh. a super, super kind of week. And uh, trying things a little differently today, I've actually got a co-pilot that I thought since it's Mother's Day, Mike could help me out with my review. Who you got? Got Mackenzie, my daughter. You know, Really, Dave, if I was doing this right, I could take the day off. My daughter, my son could do the review for me, and I could just be sipping on a drink right now. (laughs) Hi, Mackenzie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So what do you think of the Supra? What was your your first impression of the Supra, Mackenzie? I was like, when I saw it, like, outside first, I was like, it's kind of overrated, you know? Yeah. But, But now, I really like it. Pretty good car, yeah. In my opinion, you just wish you could drive it. You know, huh? One of the, you know, <laughs> one of the things that she was saying that um, it, this is the, like a matte gray color, which oh. I think really kind of makes it stand out. I think it, it looks different. And Hunter and I, when we were running some errands, we noticed that people were really kind of um, drawn to it. Whereas Mackenzie thinks that it really needs like a brighter color. She thinks that like if the color popped, you'd see the lines and the design more. Um, she feels like the Matt Gray kind of dulls the exterior design. Mackenzie, yeah. I am behind Mackenzie. I am behind you a hundred percent. I had one and it was red, and I mean red. And that thing stood out. I had more people slow down and look. The matte colors are good. I don't have a problem with matte colors, but they look better on a larger vehicle. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So we we were talking about, you know, she's growing like a weed. Um, I'm five, six. 
she's 5'2", and so I was asking her, you know, if she felt like she had enough leg room with this kind of being a sports car. You know, a lot of times they're a little more cramped, uh, two-seaters. And um, what do you think about the, the leg room? I think the leg room's pretty good. Like, you know, I can stress and stuff. Yeah. What you're saying your concern comes when? Like, you know, they're in with the head and stuff. Like, if you're getting out, I'm scared that, like, I'm going to hit my head. Getting in and out's a little tricky. Um, yeah. You know, even at 5'2", which obviously not a tall person. Right. Well... I'm six one, and getting in and out, you have to know how to get in and out. Otherwise, it could be a tad bit cramped. I don't think Brian Armstead can even get in the car, being six nine. So it's not really designed for taller people. And the only thing I thought when they did when they brought it out in this platform, because my wife owns an eighty two Supra, and it's big. I mean, it's a big car for that for that for that year. And I was surprised they didn't put it into a bigger, a bigger platform. You know, like maybe in the the Lexus RC Coupe or something to that effect. But once you drive it and get used to it, it's really kind of a fun car to drive. Well, you know what? What? What kind of? I, I want to say it surprised and disappointed Hunter is one of the first things he talks about when I have kind of a sports car is he always asks like, well, what's the horsepower? And I was like, well, 382 horsepower. And he's like, well, that's cool, but what's the top speed limit? And I think it's interesting that that's what a 10-year-old asks. You know, first, what's the horsepower? But then he's like, you know, the power doesn't mean a whole lot if, you know, how fast can it go? And I'm like, well, apparently it's electronically limited, uh, um, uh, limited so it tops out at 155. And, of course, you know, I don't think my 10-year-old understands that 155 is more like <laughs> it's not like you're ever going to go that speed unless you're on a track wearing a helmet. Um, but you know, he, I think it kind of blew his mind that they are limiting the speed at it. I guess he feels like, you know, if you go spend $59,000 on a, on a vehicle that, uh, if it's capable of going faster, that you should be able to go faster. Well, you could tell Hunter, you can thank the insurance companies for that limitation because they don't (laughs) want to have to pay any claims. And if they could limit our cars to 55, they would. And you could tell him too, that, the basis of that car is BMW because the reason they put that BMW motor in that car is because historically Supras have always been straight six-cylinder engines. And Toyota doesn't have one in their in their, their arsenal, so the, the least expensive way to do it without that car costing over hundred grand was to go to somebody that's already built it. And so you really get BMW performance – out of a Toyota, which is pretty rare. It's amazing. I think the thing that, you know, disappointed me, and it was kind of funny that he was in agreement with me because, you know, he's 10. He can't drive yet. Um, I just, I'd love for it to be offered in a manual, and it's not. I Um, agree. And they could have done it. They could have, they could have done it. I mean, the Z, the, 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 the little Z4, I think, well, maybe you can't get that in a manual either. But, yeah, it needs to have a manual. You're absolutely correct. Well, you know, his point was he asked, you know, well, what's the 0 to 60 stats? And I said 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds. And he's like, well, you know, Mom, a lot of cars now are automatic because you can get to those top speeds faster Mm -hmm. because you can't shift quite as fast. Right. And, you know, I thought that was an interesting observation that he pointed that out. Um, but I was just like, I, I just, this car is a lot of fun. We all love the exhaust note. Like my neighbors might not love it, but as a family, we've really enjoyed the 
angry or shall we say enthusiastic exhaust note this little car has um as well as the pep and the torque but we just think it might be a little fun to kind of throw through the gears so to speak you know yeah does hunter read a lot of car magazines i mean he seems to be pretty intuitive for the auto industry at a at a young age Kids don't read anymore, Dave. Both kids are, uh... I read some. Well, sometimes, but but my daughter will tell you, Mackenzie will tell you, they get most of their information on cars from uh, Forza video games and YouTube videos. Uh. But Hunter, Hunter does. Yeah, Hunter watch, watches a lot of car videos. Um, he likes the fact that, you know, so this has the sports screen, and so when you go over to sport mode and the sports screen um, kicks up, he really likes watching because it'll show, like, the torque and the horsepower. Oh, yeah. And I think it, I think it's kind of good. It teaches them because you know you can go, you can get up to thirty miles per hour very quickly. And if you're not looking at that screen, you're young, you've never driven. You're like, oh my gosh, we're speeding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he can look at it and go, wow, mom, I thought we were doing seventy, but you know you're just at twenty eight, but you just got there really quickly. Exactly. Um, it's exactly. kind of a neat tool for them to learn with. Uh, but you know, I think they're both chomping at the at the bit and can't wait till uh, can't wait till they're old enough to drive. Are you ready to drive? Yeah. Would you want to buy one of these? Mm, probably not. Sounds kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but not as very practical. She thinks all this speed would be too much power for her. Yeah. I'd probably, well, I probably do something really dumb at a random time. But you know, Mackenzie, yeah. what 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 you need to have your mom and dad do for you is once you get close to a driving age send you to a driving school. Uh, BMW has it. It used to be Bondurant. I can't think of the new name of it. And they have a one-day, they call it a high school driving school. And it'll teach you so many different things about a performance car that'll make you a better driver because they don't have driver ed anymore where you actually go out with an instructor. And, you know, and if you rent somebody from Sears, that right there scares me half to death. So that's what you guys need to do. Start saving your money. And then once you get to that age, you know, another one too is driving skills for life that Ford Motor Company puts together because that's free and they'll come to your area. They go all over the United States. Another one is brakes. Be responsible and keep everybody safe. That's a Doug Herbert who used to be an NHRA top fuel driver. He put a program together after his two sons were tragically killed about a mile from his house because they were screwing around in the in the family car, rolled it, hit a tree. So you need to end up taking one of these courses before you get a get your actual driver's license. And then I think you would appreciate the car more, uh, Mackenzie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So what? Okay, if you had all the money in the world and all the cars uh, your mom and dad have had so far, which one would you pick out of all the ones? Um, I don't know. Hard. Because, see, I have that same problem. We're, and, we're leaning towards those Jeeps. Yeah, but, you know, Kristen, you have that same problem, too, because the next question somebody needs to ask you is, well, what type of vehicle? Are you talking SUV? You're talking off-road? You're talking a sports car? I mean, because it's really hard to say which one car really is one that you would really want. It, it's too difficult, I think. 
I mean, I think, you know, yeah, you're right. You you have a favorite in every category, and, and mm-hmm. that's the most difficult question. You know, I get asked all the time, like, what's your favorite vehicle? And it's like, I can't tell you just one. I did think it was kind of note, notable, noteworthy. Uh, my next-door neighbor, he has a Ford Explorer. He has a BMW X3, and then he has a Maserati. Wow. And the minute they delivered this vehicle, he was over checking it out. And uh, I said, well, you know, are you, are you, he's looking at getting a truck right now, and then he's also looking at um, upgrading his Maserati. And he's like, wow, he's like, I really like like that. He's like, that's the new Super, right? And I was like, yeah, but so I just I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, that, that it was something that grabbed his attention because right now he's looking at making a change with the Maserati for him to even consider a Supra um, kind of says a lot. Well, the Maserati's got massive amounts of horsepower and top end, but where are you gonna where are you gonna use it? You know what I mean? But that's the thing is, yeah, that's the thing is. I think that I mean he it's a beautiful machine. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but I rarely see him drive it, and of course when he is, you know, I feel like he thinks he's held back. You know. Sure. Um, whereas he's he, but the, you know the problem with this, and, and he he, you know, we were just talking about height being a factor, and Brian Armstead, um, this guy's about six two. His son, who's 14, 15, is 6'1". Um, so, you know, they're probably going to have a little bit of an issue if this would be like a commuter, um, you know, they, it comfort factor if they were driving it on a regular basis for long distances. Or he's buying the car for him and he doesn't want his son to drive that particular car. <laughs> hey, I got it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great one. You... Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say I got homework for you guys. Go to Go to YouTube, since you guys are all YouTube fanatics, and type in day or cruising, C R U I S I N with Dave Stahl, and take a look at my clips and see what you think. There's one in there where I interviewed a bunch of Ferrari owners, and I interviewed a little girl of seven years old. O M G. I asked her very politely. I said, "You like your daddy's Ferrari?" Yes, I do. I like my daddy's Ferrari. I said, "Cool. When you get out of school, you'll be able to drive it." Go watch that video and, and listen to her response. I almost had a heart attack. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll check it out. I'll I'll uh, I'll have the kids look you up. All right. And then don't forget to hit subscribe and like. Doesn't cost nothing. We're just you know I'm just trying to go down a different route. Uh, so I'm starting to do museums and car clubs because everybody does Supras. Everybody does Toyotas. Everybody does Fords. So I'm just having fun helping a kid out. Go down a different route. Not the greatest talent, but the contents and the and the kid is so talented when it comes to, you know, doing videography. Hey, how do we follow you guys around? So that's uh, Zany Mom NTX on Twitter, uh, NDFH Two O on Instagram, and FocusDailyNews.com. And you know what, Dave? That's a great idea. I think I'm just going to put the kids in charge of my social media channels, and we'll see what happens. I totally agree. You ought to have them. You shoot the video and have them review the car. Sounds good. Hey, we'll catch you next week. We're going to go have some fun in this Supra. All right. Yeah, rubber side down, shiny side up. Have a good one, Mom. (laughs) Thanks, Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Brian Armstead's on the line. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by. Where are they? Oh, change the plays, Dave. 
is brought to you by John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street, San Diego. John has two locations, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, Master Techs at both locations, warranties guaranteed, clear across the United States. Go to John's, San Diego Auto Repair.com. That's John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Or you can call the 619 280 9315 and tell them Dave sent you. All right, I got Brian Armstead on the line, and he is in a Buick. In fact, I was in the Buick myself. Uh, are you as surprised and impressed with the Buick lineup as, uh, as in 2021? You know, Dave, I am, man. And let me, let's go back. Let's go back to the seventies. You know, we're both, uh, you're a little bit, a wee bit older than me, but you <laughs> certainly know, know the seventies quite well. I mean, back then Buick was an aspirational brand, you know, particularly for African-Americans. If you could not afford a Cadillac, then a Buick was, it was just, it was next in line. It was the thing, not a Pontiac, not an Oldsmobile, a Buick. Mm-hmm. My mom, bless her heart. Uh, happy mother's happy heavenly mother's day, mom. Uh, the one thing I did not do for her that I wish I could have always done, she always wanted a Buick. I bought her some Ford Tauruses and some Volvos. I never bought her a Buick. I feel bad about that. So, Mom, you'd be, uh, you're up in the sky. We're doing a Buick review. This one's for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, then they went through their tough time, as did all of General Motors. And then they tried to bring on Tiger Woods as a spokesperson. That didn't quite work out. But now, Dave, I got to tell you, bro, got to tell you, for 2021, Buick is back. They only offer three models, the Encore, the Envision, which is the um, model that we're going to talk about today, and then the uh, top of the line is the Enclave. But, you know, for around thirty-five dollars to $40,000, the Envision is a solid vehicle. Dave, first of all, let's just get right to the point. It is a gorgeous vehicle. I went to my local grocery store, and I walked outside, and I had one of those senior moments where I couldn't remember what I was driving because, you know, we got a couple of cars every week, Dave. Sometimes you just don't remember. That's right. And I looked at this, I looked at this red metallic car, and I'm like, well, that's a Mercedes uh, G, GL, GL, whatever, yeah. Mercedes GL class, you know. And I looked at it close, and I'm like, dang, that's my, that's my Buick. <laughs> it was it – was, it was outfitted in this red paint <clears throat> with blacked out wheels and an aggressive grill. And it just, it's just an absolutely gorgeous presentation. Okay. Well, it looks good, but can it hold up Dave? That's, you know, that was my next question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get inside, you look at the dashboard, you've got, you've got actually analog gauges. They're very nicely done with LED needles, but um, they're still analog. I like the way they sweep up when you start the cards are impressive. But you get to the right, and the console, the center console, Dave, is angled towards the driver. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help a lot when you drive when your passenger needs to, to do some work for you. But it sure does look cool when you're behind the wheel. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, it sure does look cool. And you know, and then, then I looked at the seats, and the seats were diamond stitched, perforated leather. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And the, and the, the seat heating and cooling was effective. Because we had a couple of days this week, Dave, when we were in the 30s. Ooh. So the seat heating came in handy, and we went from the 30s to the 70s and 80s, so I needed the cooling on the seat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then I was like, okay, a two-liter four-cylinder engine, uh, you know, maybe this is not going to be the answer to the world's problems. Got to tell you, Dave, it was rocking and rolling, nine-speed automatic, put my foot into the sport mode, and yes, it was like, and, and it has a nerve, Dave Stahl had the nerve 
to have a nasty kind of growl to the exhaust. I'm like, come on, do it. Really? Uh, you know, I, uh, I never, I never thought I would say this on you ought to know, or she ought to know, or he ought to know, or anybody ought to know. I never dreamed I would say I am in love with the Buick Envision, the 2021 model. It is yeah. so well done. Yeah. They've got cool features, Dave. Um, you know, they've got a, the 10.2 inch uh, touchscreen diagonal system. Uh, diagonal touchscreen is, is great, but I really like the, uh, they've got a built in, uh, air 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 quality control system. It's an air quality indicator. Monitors air quality within your car's kit. Um, it ionizer. Yep. It has a uh, you know an ionizer that you know in a COVID environment, man, you you want every little advantage that you can get. So to have an ionizer to keep the cabins air fresh, that's totally cool. And it keeps track. Yeah. It keeps track of it. If that filter filtration system starts to get to the point where you need to replace your cabin, it tells you, which I was Hello? I was so blown away by that feature. I mean, and I kind of stumbled onto it, you know, as I was, I actually was on TV and I'm punching through the, what the heck is this? What an idea. Yeah. And so also, Dave, when, you know, you can scroll through the menus in your center uh, behind the steering wheel, you have a driver information display cluster. What is your oil life? What is the air yeah. filter life? Well, you know, this vehicle will tell you. If you've got 78% left in your in your air filter, it's going to say 78%. If you've got, uh, you know, half of your oil life left, it's going to show you 50% oil life left. Now, that may be based on a, a standard that you might not want to follow. So let me just preface that by saying I run a lot of high-end vehicles, mm-hmm. so AMGs and things like that. I'm not following no. a $7,500 oil change uh, uh, protocol. No. In my Range Rover, Dave, which is up for sale, by the way, if you want to, you know, cut a brother, cut a brother check, <laughs> I change the oil every 2,000 miles because the 2011, 2012 has a known engine problem. Yeah. If you run dirty oil, then the uh, the valve chain, the yeah. valve, the timing chain guides tend to wear out. So every 2,000 miles, I got fresh uh Castro uh, 5W20 in the engine. So, but it's just nice to know that if you're not nuts like Dave Stahl and Brian Armstead are and Kristen mm-hmm. Barclay and, and Marlon Hansen, then you can go back and, and say, hey, I have a, a guardian angel keeping track of my different, you know, the different maintenance protocols that I need to, um, to extend. It's got uh, a really stiff um, chassis, Dave. How do you tell that? Well, you drive down the road and you crack one window. If you get an annoying, booming sound in your ear, then you know that that vehicle is built Mercedes tough. It has got that German high-strength steel architecture. And, you know, when you have a a cabin that that is that rigid, it makes a booming sound if you only open one window. So you got to crack a couple of windows to eliminate that booming sound. Mm -hmm. So most if you're listening, you crack a window, you get a booming sound. That means you're in a super safe automobile. And um, the Buick certainly has that feature. It's annoying, but um, it means that you've got some uh, some real, you know, five-star safety uh, surrounding you. Uh, you can have continuous damping control, which is um, another fancy term for the um, uh, magnetic ride control that mm-hmm. General Motors pioneered. You know, Ferrari gets credit for it, Dave, but pine, uh, Dave's mm-hmm. uh, Chevrolet, General Motors pioneered uh, this uh, magnetic ride control, which is 
uh, electronic, um, I'm sorry, ferro yeah. iron particles, basically, in a, in a hydraulic fluid. You add a charge to it, they stiffen up. Yeah. This is GM technology, OnStar. You know, the first telematic system was, was developed by GM, OnStar. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the first to outfit their vehicles with XM radio. Uh, and across the board, if you look at the GMCs, the Chevrolets, you know, their big trucks are money makers because they're fabulous vehicles. Mm-hmm. Cadillac is like rocking and rolling, man. I can't man. wait to get my grubby little hands on that Lyric all-electric vehicle. Uh-huh. The Escalade is not my cup of tea, but it's a very well-done vehicle. So, I mean, you know, just good things from General Motors across the board. And uh, this 2021 Buick um, Enclave, I'm sorry, the Buick. Uh, yeah, it's the Enclave. Four. Uh, no, the Envision, I'm sorry. Oh, the Envision, the that's Envision. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so again, starts at thirty-one. Mine was top. Well, mine was priced at about uh, forty, forty-two. Uh, the Avenir, the uh, Avenir, the Enclave Avenir, yes. the top of the line, starts at fifty-three thousand. You know, the Avenir starts at fifty-three-eight, and uh, well, well equipped about fifty-seven. The uh, the base Avenir uh, starts at about forty thousand two hundred. Well equipped forty-four. So these are not out of line with Mm-mm. the current prices for vehicles, which, you know, just seem like they're out of just super high across the board. I encourage you to go to oh. Buick.com. You know, they're going to ask you for your zip code so you can see what's available at your local Buick dealer. I can't, I can't say enough good things about oh, yeah. it, Dave. Uh, unfortunately, it goes back tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, hey, we're, it, we're- it's, it's, did you ever? Were you ever in the Encore, the three cylinder? Yes. Whole and again, another, dude. Yeah, three cylinder, man. I gave it to my wife because we had to take my '68 Plymouth down to a repair shop. So I taught, you know, I I drove it down, or I took the Plymouth, and I said, "You just follow me in the Buick." So we get down, and she goes, "What is up with this car?" I go, "What?" <laughs> she says. Didn't you tell me it's a three-cylinder? I go, yeah. Right. This thing is stupid fast. She says, I can't yeah. believe it. And I says, not only that, and I have a picture on Facebook. I got 49.6 miles per gallon in that car. Oh, well, oh Wayne Gerdes would be so proud of you, my brother. I, Wayne, Wayne Gerdes, the I, ultimate hypermiler, would, would be very proud of you, Dave. Stark. I'm telling you, I am the hypermiler, and I'm taking it. Thank you very much for allowing me to go to Palm Springs and go to Thermal Raceway. I'm taking it to uh, Palm Springs. I mean, 49 miles per gallon, what crazy nut would not do that? Are you kidding? I mean, Buick has – and it's a, the only thing I will say when it called it the GX, I went, eh, because, you know, that's their hyper – I'm reading a book right now, the 1970s muscle cars, and I'm reading the section on Buick, right. you know, with the 455 right. big block, four – you know, and I'm the, thinking, the, the oh, GX, yeah, and I'm thinking, GX meant something. It yeah, it wasn't a trim level. It was. It was I a, know, I know. So I was a little bit yeah. disappointed with that until I got in and I drove it. But I'm telling you, if they can get that kind of fuel mileage and that kind of horsepower out of a three cylinder, that just puts another nail in the V8 coffin. If you want my opinion, well, it's it's very it's very mini esque, Dave. I mean, you know, I, know. I had the uh, John Cooper works. Uh, you know, I know I didn't have the. I, I think it was a three-cylinder turbo. In the, in the I support, know. So, I, mean, it, I think yeah, that's so where I they're going. You know, I think that's where they're and, going, and brother. I, and and it's actually smart for Buick. Yeah. You know, we us, yeah. us old heads will kind of bemoan the fact that they use the term GX. But think about I the know. new Ford Maverick that's coming out. It's not a Maverick at all. It's a no. pickup. 
know. You know, the Maverick was a sedan, so why not take those I, things I, that are, you know, legendary and just keep reprising them? I'm, I'm with it. And by I, the way, we have to do another recap on the Volkswagen ID4. Yes. I'm, I'm in it right now. And I am here to tell you, I didn't, you know, of course, I didn't go to any kind of a press event because they're not doing them, and I didn't do any walk around. So I get, it took me a while to figure out how to start it and stop it. And once I figured out, all you had to do is get in the car with your key fob, and it starts. (laughs) And you get out of the car, and it turns itself off. I'm pushing buttons, and I'm smacking the steering wheel. Why won't it turn off? I got to turn it off. I got to go to the dinner. What's going on? But that I am, is a YouTube. That dude, is a YouTube video that you need to make, my brother. That's one you need to make. I Absolutely. think I, I definitely do because man, that car out of all the electric vehicles, out of all the electric vehicles I've driven, that one's right up there at the top of the line for me. Though I got to tell you, well, just uh, just stand by, my brother. Uh, they've got the oh. uh, 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 Kia EV6 GT coming out, the Hyundai Ionic Five. I know and, uh, the. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to drive the Audi e-tron GT. Can't wait. Can't oh, man. Take con coming up uh, later uh, this year. I got the carnival I coming can. next week, thanks to you. So thank you oh, again. You're going, to lo- you're, going to, you're going to love it. You're I can't wait. Oh, don't you love being in the yeah. car business right now, dude? This is awesome. It is pretty, not, not a bad place to be, Dave. All right, man. Hey, Listen, be- I know, I'm, I'm sure you. I'm sure your mom has passed on the glory. Yep. I want to wish you uh, all the moms in your life a very happy Mother's Day and to uh, Chris as well. And uh, you know it's a tough time, Dave. Yeah. But it's it's always good to be on the air uh, talking to you, man. I, I got I got some some high beams shining down on me today. Yes, I'm, you I'm do. Feeling real good right now. You yeah. yes, yes, you do, my friend. All right, buddy, you take care, and we will talk next okay, week. Good. Look forward to it. All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to You Want to Know right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, 3909 Convoy Street in San Diego, another Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop. I love having these guys on as my sponsors because they really do the right thing. They'll take care of your car, and the warranty's good clear across the continental United States. Another one is Bumper Dock. You know, I love my body shop buddies, but man, I tell you, their overhead is so high, they just cannot cut you the same deals that Bumper Doc can. Scratches, dings, dents, headlight restoration, uh, you know, you name it, they can do it all. I mean, these guys are amazing. Yeah, they'll do body work as well. Eddie and his team up there in Kearney Mesa, holy moly, great guy and his lovely wife, Chris, who helps out in the shop. They just do a phenomenal job. So if you got a little you know fender bender or maybe you've got a lease return and i'll just tell you a little story on lease returns you know when you lease a vehicle that's great you save a lot of money but don't treat it like a rental car you know treat it like it's your own because if you turn it back in and it's got scratches dings dents wore out tires chipped windshields they're gonna say okay thank you sir have a nice day and they'll send you this thing right straight to a body shop and you will pay full retail to refurbish that car. Now, granted, Bumper Doc doesn't do tires, but you will pay for everything else, including the tires, because they'll send that someplace else. Because on the back of the lease contract where you put your initial, it states you will bring that vehicle back in the same condition you picked it up. Bumper Doc has a great lease program to where they go completely through the vehicle, headlight to taillight. Yeah, it's still going to have to pay, 
but it'll be a heck of a lot cheaper than going to the uh, body shop through the lease company. So save yourself a lot of money. Mo- the majority of the lease companies recognize Bumper Dock, and you'll just get it signed off, and you'll have no problem at all. All right, well, it's been a little while, and they're starting to crank back up again. And what am I talking about? Car shows. That's right. They're coming back slowly but surely. Uh, Cajon Classic Cruise started up last Wednesday, and it was a major, major success. Uh, and it looks like uh, Encinitas on the 13th, which was uh, Thursday, they're having their classic car nights. And Encinitas really does a great job. They're doing it now every Thursday. They were doing it once a month. Now it's every Thursday. Also every Thursday, Ramona American Graffiti Cruise, they were doing it all through the pandemic. They didn't care. Every Saturday, Donut Derelicts, if you're in the Huntington Beach area, it's a little early in the morning for me, 6.30, but hey, check it out. It's at Adams Avenue, Donuts, and Magnolia. Also every Saturday in Bonzel, 7 a.m., Rods and Relic at the Z Cafe, Highway 76 and Mission Road. Got to go try that one out. Another every Saturday, Dunkers and Clunkers down in South Bay at Bonita. Arrive at 7 a.m., Bonita's Donuts. Uh, at 4414 Bonita Road. It's right behind the B of A and the Arco Station. Another every Saturday, Poinsettia Village Shopping Center. It's a cars and coffee event in Carlsbad at 7 a.m. They're on the southwest corner of Highway 5 and Poinsettia Drive. Another every Saturday is Oceanside Cruisers Breakfast. You can get yourself a little breakfast at the Start Fresh Cafe at 1034 South Coast Highway. Starts about 830 and then every Saturday again, this is in Orange County, actually South Orange County in Cars and Coffee, right there in San Clemente, 9 a.m. It's at the outlet stores uh, on the southwest corner. And then coming up on the 15th, the 18th annual Run to the Hills. It's a Pine Valley event put on by the Monday Night Car Club. Glad to see they're back. It's a 9 a.m. event Another fifth on the 15th. Ramona Senior Citizen Car Show. That's in Ramona. If you can't make Pine Hill, that's in Ramona, 10 a.m. at the Grace Community Church. Uh, There'll be Muscle Cars, Classics. And then on the 16th, which is the third Sunday of every month, there's a Cars and Coffee in La Mesa. And then uh, moving on again to the 16th, this is in San Marcos, if you happen to be in the North County area. It's the 6th Annual Motor uh, uh, Motors for Music Community Car Show. Tried to get them on KUSI TV, and unfortunately, KUSI is still a little bit more strict as far as getting folks to my uh, down to the studio, but we're working on it. Every Sunday, Car Folks Sunday, that's in El Cajon. It's the American Retro Diner, 245 East Main Street. Check those guys out. And then on the 22nd as well, 12th Annual Chino Valley Fire Foundation is a bike and hot rod show. Chino Hills, 10 a.m. And there's only about 130 spots available, if not less. So check that out. And then on the 29th, the fourth Saturday of every month, Cars and Coffee event in El Cajon. That's at the Foothills Church at 365 West Bradley Avenue. And then the last Sunday of the month, or last Saturday, I'm sorry, Santee Drive-In, they're doing their classic rod and custom just enter through the cellar gate at 9 a.m. And then on the 30th, the 55th annual Fallbrook Vintage Car 
club car show. Oh, wait a minute. Got canceled. Scratch it. So that's not going to work. On the 31st, Oak Glen Rod Run. That's a Monday uh, Memorial Day at uh, Hollow Resort at 38955 Oak Glen Road. Check that out if you're in the Yucapaya. Can't even say it. And the last that we're going to talk about is the Auto Swap at Car Show at the Santee Drive-In on Memorial Day. They're also, yeah, I guess, okay, that's, yeah, that's the, I'm wondering where um, there's supposed to be another one on Memorial Day was with Charger Steve. I'll have to look into that because we've still got a ways to go for that so we don't have to, you know, jump on that. So that's pretty much the month of May. I'm not going to go into June only because I'll just do them uh, short-lived as we go by. The car shows are starting up. Uh, motorcycle events are starting up. I'm going to start um, having vehicles into KUSI again uh, right about the middle of June. So if you have a car show, bike show, motorcycle show, anything like that that you want to promote, I have no problem giving out my email at stall, and that's S-T-A-L-L-D, at cox.net. Send me an email because I'm going to start scheduling events probably about the middle of June on. Uh, I'm still waiting to get 100% acceptance, uh, but that's one area that I'm going to do. Also, uh, Mike Smith and I are doing Cruising with Dave Stahl videos on YouTube, and we're starting to reach out to car clubs uh, to do videos for you. They're going to run about 15 minutes long, could run longer. Uh, if that's something you're interested in doing for your club or for your charity or for your event, again, just go to you know stalled at cox.net. More than happy to see if we can't help put you on the map. Uh, everybody and their brother is doing YouTube now, so Mike and I are going to try to go a little bit in a different direction. Yes, I do a lot of cars, cars, and trucks, but I kind of think there's so many out there doing it. And they're all extremely well done. Some of them not so much as the others. But I'm looking to try to do something a little bit different than the next guy or girl just to give you a different change up, a little different flair. And uh, so we can all have some fun. All right, coming up next is Racer Radio. Now, unfortunately, Brittany is home with her mom grooming miniature horses, if you can believe that. Brittany sends me a picture, and Brittany's got looks like iced tea, and one of the horses are trying to drink the iced tea. So she tells me that one of her mother's horses used to steal beer in the parades from guys, so kind of like my kind of horse. So she's not going to be in, but she's going to call in, and she's going to have hot mess call in. She races out at Barona and around, and she's a fabulous mother herself. And then, of course, we got... I don't know. I haven't heard if Dirt Dude's calling in or if he's got somebody else calling in. Scott Delosio, he'll be calling in. And then we're going to have a very, very special tribute to Bobby Unser, who's just recently passed away. And if you know anything about motorsports, you know the name Unser. That'll be Norm DeWitt at 345. And then, of course, the gun show right after that on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.